Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box that brings the magic right to your door. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. And now, it's Cho Time! Hello and welcome to Enchanta Tiki Talk. This is episode 247 for the week of the July 15th, 2018. So, back this week is Steve for another round of Tiki Talk. How's it going, Steve? Oh, going well. Good. Having a lot of, having a lot of fun. Good, I'm glad. Keith, you're with us, right? I think, somewhat. I am here, yes. I'm still full from all of the holiday feasting. Still full? I'm here. What did you eat? A lot. <laughs> Lots of hot dogs, lots of barbecue, you know, the good stuff I shouldn't have. So when it comes to hot dogs, what kind of hot dog do you like to eat? What is that a um, name brand that you buy? I do like, um, I know you don't, but the Nathan's, I like oh, theirs. Yeah. Yeah, they give me um, I just like an all beef hot dog. I don't like the pork chicken, you know, um, kind of a mixture and stuff in Burtman's with stadium with mustard on there. It's a Ohio staple, some ketchup, onions. You know the basics. Gotcha, Steve. Now do, you live in. You, a, wait, 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 wait. Do, do you put ketchup on your hot dog? I'm sorry, I just gotta ask. I do, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I'm just. I didn't know if you were a ketchup mustard person or you know just a plain old mustard person. Now I'm just. I'm learning a lot about you guys this way. <laughs> I'm an uh, equal opportunity uh, condiment user. <laughs> I just like mustard on my hot dog. That's it. I don't like to ruin it with anything else except for mustard. I'm pretty basic when it comes to that. It's got to be spicy mustard, though. Good to know. I don't like yellow mustard. Yeah. <laughs> I find that offensive. Steve, now, when you lived in New Jersey, have you ever did you ever go up to Rutz Hut? Yes. Mm, yes. So good. good. Yes. Yeah, Keith, I took uh, Keith there a couple years ago for the first time. He loved it. Oh, had to pull me out of there. Very, very sparingly because my cholesterol levels really need to stay steady. Yeah, that, that's going to do it. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to send it over the edge. All right. So, uh, hey, Steve, tell us what's uh, any big news stories out there in uh, in Disney World, Disneyland, anywhere in the in the Disney universe. Well, we got, we got a few things. We've got uh, a little look at uh, Christmas, what's coming Christmas, and... Uh, at Animal Kingdom, they'll be adding a Diwali Holiday Festival of Lights uh, in India to the Great Bird Adventure that's taking place. And that's going to start November 8th. And at Hollywood Studios, they're going to be adding a Toy Story Land, a couple of special features. The only thing they've really made specific announcements on is uh, holiday songs on alien swirling saucers. 
but considering that you have Christmas lights all over the place in Toy Story Land that light up at night, there's got to be, I would hope there's going to be a little more. And returning to Hollywood Studios will be the Sunset Seasons Greetings. If you have didn't get a chance to go last year, you, you got to go. It's taking the Tower of, Tower of Terror and putting these projections on it. And it's very sweet. It's very nice. It's continuously run, so you don't have to be there for a specific time. But throughout the night, they show about four... They did show about four different uh, tales, and I'm sure they will be swapping it out and going back. The Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam will come back to Hollywood Studios. And, of course, Epcot will have lots of food. Because <laughs> right. that's just what Epcot has. Yeah, the the eighth is our last day in the parks, and that night we were going to spend in Epcot. But I'm trying to see if we can move the schedule and make Studios the eighth, so we can try to experience some of the Christmas festivities, which I did not even get a chance to experience last year. the The coolest one of the coolest parts is uh, taking the uh, the, cent- the the center area, and with the big Christmas tree, uh, right. was, was was phenomenal last year. Yeah, I saw. I guess I saw the, I saw that uh, without the lights on. It was in, during the day, which is kind of pointless because they're not going to say anything. <laughs> the sunset seasons, though, was really cool. Projections. They also did um, hit the billboards too. It snowed too, which was really cool with the holiday music. So what's nice is it snows and it's free. Well, <laughs> it's included, but uh, <laughs> it's not an extra ticket. But yeah, that was really neat. I just loved that park with all like the retro, uh, the holiday signs and stuff everywhere. It was really cool to just to stroll around that park. A lot of fun. And, and if you like Christmas, you know, New Year's, they've come out with the big ticket items at the Contemporary already for the big parties. Right. Uh, so you're talking about dropping 190 bucks a person for the ki- for the kids' party. Jeez. Which, wow. For the kids' party. Which has like Sarge from Toy Story films coming, welcoming guests. Uh, you're you're going to be surrounded in this uh, Disney Pixar films uh, the, with a buffet, but it's 190 bucks a person. Wow. Now that's for the kids, and more for the adults. It's talking about 275, <laughs> which is the Disney Countdown to Midnight Magic, <laughs> where you've got a, a a Mickey Mouse Mirror Ball, which. I don't exactly know if that's going to be good or bad. (laughs) (laughs) But a Mickey ball spinning and dancing. And then if you want to plus it, because, you know, you always have to plus things here at Disney World. uh, You have access to the Disney Ink and Paint Club for a special area, uh, a a private pianist, uh, chef stations, photo opportunities with Mickey and Minnie. But you have to buy in first to the uh, to the countdown to midnight and if you do that the total for that ticket is 450 whoa oh and now, how many hours is it la- last year I believe when they did it it was 700 wow so it's it's gone it down sell out. Yeah, sure. it it will sell out they they lowered the price on some of this and of course at the end of the night you get to watch the fireworks from the contemporary. As you cry. As <laughs> you cry. Think, right. right. As, as you realize what your January bank statement is going to look like. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, man. And I think, well, don't they kick you out at like 12.01? Isn't that like the end? 
I yeah, they probably don't kick you out per se, but I'm sure it's kind of like the music's gone, yeah. the fireworks are done, and at the contemporary, uh, you have to go. I mean, it, it's a very if you got the money, and you, you know, me and myself, I will probably be watching fireworks. Uh, hopefully, they'll be broadcasting on Disney Parks blog. Uh, and uh, we'll be at home and enjoying it in the confines of our <laughs> inexpensive evening. Right, exactly. It's the best way to do it. Yeah. Uh, one last thing, quirky thing, is that over at Shanghai Disney Resort, they've got this this huge lake. They, they call their there's Wishing Star Lake, and they've unveiled this 11 meter, which is a 36 feet tall. Uh, rubber ducky, and the rubber ducky is Donald Duck. That's awesome. So, yeah. can you imagine being on this lake or, or being near this lake and seeing a rubber ducky 11 meters high, Donald Duck looking at you? Yeah, you're either going to be really excited or it's going to be a nightmare come true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to ride it. <laughs> like. <laughs> I've already I've already seen people say asking in social media to bring it over to Disney Springs uh, <laughs> to see what happens here. Put it next to the Lego Loch Ness monster right, and right. Uh, and you'll be set. But you can find that and other news over at DisneyDiary.com. Uh, and tonight, uh, which you will hear about later, there was a problem over at Hollywood Studios. Uh, still, still taking place. The cooling system broke down, shutting down the majority of rides for a good portion of the late afternoon and into the evening. So, you're, 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 can you imagine sitting there in Tower of Terror and <laughs> being told, "Sorry, we have to let you go." You know, the ride stops, and I feel bad out. for those cast members because, yeah. oh. oh man, that's just. <sighs> has to be pretty much uh, um, like the worst case <laughs> like scenario for cast members. Right. Sorry, folks. Moose outside should have told you. Park's closed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's a bad day right there. Yeah. Guest services is going to be backed out for a long time. <laughs> yep. All right. So with that, let's take a quick break. Think of the happiest things. It's the same as having wings. To the stars beyond the blue, there's a Neverland waiting for you. When you leave the world behind, you can fly. You can fly. You can fly. So we are back from break. Disney parks throughout the world are known for many things. In many cases, they're known for long lines, incredibly themed attractions, and must-have snacks. But this week, we're going to talk about the one thing that they have truly excelled at, and this is the Disney Dark Ride. So this week, we're going to give our top five dark rides that you can find at Walt Disney World. Of course, some of these are interchangeable between Disneyland and Disney World, but... uh, since uh, we're focusing on Disney World, it's going to be a lot easier for us. And Keith's never been to Disneyland, so that gets hard. Yeah, I have. I want to talk about snacks now that you brought it up. <laughs> we could do that another time. Oh, all right. 
the top the top five snacks that have salt, top five snacks that have sugar, <laughs> top five snacks that have chocolate. There's a lot you could do. Top five snacks that you can eat with one finger or two fingers. We could figure something out. Are so, there ten things that you can eat with one finger? I don't know. Kit Kats? No, not M&Ms. with one finger. M&M's you could. How? Lick your finger. Balance, huh? Lick your finger, press down on M&M and pick it up. That's a lot of a work. Pretzel, yes, a pretzel, yes. Yeah. I'm sure there's others. A potato chip. You don't need anything for a potato chip. Just stick your tongue out and pick it up. A really fat churro. You could. Lollipop. Ring pop. How? Ring, ring pop. I'm sorry. Ring pop. Yeah, ring pop you could. Yeah. But but <laughs> they don't sell those at Disney World, do they? Um, I don't know. Steve, do they sell them in Disney World? No, they do not. Oh, See? They're not ring pops. Oh. And they wouldn't be able to call them ring pops anyway. That's true. True. Because they can't call what the tater tots, tater tots, they're potato barrels. Right? Potato barrels. Yes. Whatever theming they can come up with. Right. <laughs> All right. So, Keith, let's get back on track now that you derailed the show. I didn't. You did. You're the one who brought up snacks, not me. <laughs> All right, so let's start with number five. Um, Keith, what's your number five? Okay, I kind of went underrated dark rides um, because I was afraid that all of us would kind of have the same top five. So with my uh, fifth pick, I went with the Grand Fiesta Tour. It's in Mexico. I think that people um, are so food-focused when uh, they're... uh, in World Showcase, maybe they're so focused on Frozen that the, this ride kind of gets overlooked. I think it's only one of two attractions that actually has Donald Duck in it. I know that the Phil Harmagic's another one. But yeah, it, it, it's a fun ride. The music's really great. Um, the animatronics that they put in, it's a really nice touch. And uh, I just love riding that ride. I'm with you. I think that's a great attraction. I was I was thinking about putting it on my in my number five spot, but I opted against doing that, uh, just because I mean there's just so many you're doing underrated and there's just so many attractions to choose from. But uh, right easily that's gonna be there's gonna be a few people that will put that in a top five attraction because it is it is underrated. It is a fun attraction. And I would love to see a uh, a Coco overlay on that attraction. I think that would be actually perfect for that pavilion, and it would draw a lot more people. But I just don't know where they would put the crowd. That's it's, true too. I mean, I'm sorry, Steve. No, no, it, it, it's just the uh, it, it is a great attraction. I mean, how often do you see you know chefs trying to carve up Donald Duck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> The uh, the cocoa overlay has been rumored for for a long time, and I, I I just don't see it happening just yet. It would be fantastic. It would be great. I it's uh, they've done a lot at the begin at the entrance to the pavilion with cocoa. Uh, they just activated something this past week uh, where you can make your own skeleton face uh, oh, by oh, looking cool. at, by looking in a mirror. But the I mean the Grand Fiesta is a classic and. It's you, you hope it sticks around just because it is sentimental and it's a bit campy. Yeah, it's it's true. It, it it's it's got the same feel as Small World, but um, not as annoying. You know, 
with the same <laughs> song over and over again. <laughs> so, Steve, what's your number five? I- I'm going to come out shooting with Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Okay. Uh, this is I- I- I probably... I put this on the list because when it first opened uh, that year, I was down here with uh, with my wife, and nobody had discovered it. And we were able to, to ride it, get off, get on, get off, to the point that the cast members said, you know what, just stay in and go around and go around. That's cool. uh, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's good for all ages. Uh, Toy Story Mania I love as well. It's a little more complicated. Uh, but for taking kids on taking kids on the ride, it's just it's a lot of fun, and you could, you know, once you've mastered where the Z's are, which I have, you can you can get to the big scores. Right. Have you um, been? Was it the Space Rangers at the top? Score? Uh, I, I've got gotten to the point where I've gotten nine hundred ninety nine thousand, basically all the way all the way to the top. Wow. Uh, I usually get beat by my wife. She 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 is just a, a crack shot. Uh, we have this competition, obviously. You know who's going to get the higher score, <laughs> and in that ride, she normally does. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a good. That's a good attraction. I like it. I think uh, it's always a must-do for us. We tend to do that one more than we will do uh, Toy Story Midway Mania. I think it's got. I think it's got a better rewritability than Toy Story Midway Mania, just because there's more to see, more to shoot at. So. And, and the queue is usually pretty quick. The line's usually not too bad. Yeah. I just like to spin at the car, and it makes um, my wife just angry because, like, as soon as she gets her sights on something, I'll spin the car, and she oh, just gets cool. really mad at me. <laughs> I am. That's mean. <laughs> All right. So with my number five pick, it's probably kind of controversial. Uh, kind of probably would fall more in the line of... Um, underrated attractions and that's going to be the Navi River Journey Mm. I Mm. actually really really like the attraction I know that uh, it's not necessarily worth the wait I understand that but I think it's visually pleasing on the eyes you get the bioluminescent plants and animals completely around you the shaman animatronic is incredible the song that the shaman is singing is great It's, it's a song you know, you can listen to over and over again, and it's it doesn't really bother you. The only my biggest problem with the attraction itself is that it just relies too much on the screens. I think that they did a little bit too much screen in there. It works in some scenes, and some scenes it does not. But overall, I think it is a very good attraction. It's you know family friendly. Anybody can ride it. it doesn't matter your age, size, uh, and it's just enjoyable, relaxing ride and is a boat ride which is you know I, I love the boat rides anyway so um, you just you know take your time enjoy the scenery around you it's beautiful I did put this uh, onto my list I think that it's not that it's underrated because Pandora you know is still new and lots of people flock there but it seems like it's always the B choice it's like if the flight of passage is too long okay fine you know I'll take and ride the Navi River Journey, but it's a really peaceful ride. The music is fantastic. Like Sean said, the screens, I think, are cool. Just because if you look a certain way each time, it's like, 
<laughs> a different ride. It's almost like, like the Haunted Mansion. Um, it seems like that you always see stuff that you didn't like a previous trip. And, and the, the Shaman is probably the best animatronic at Disney has ever done. I mean, it's just, it's fantastic. So I just love that ride. I think it's really well done. I, I, you know, I'll give it the, 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 the technology, the animatronics, uh, the, the, the visuals are phenomenal. I just don't get the visceral feeling out of it. You know, I, it's, it's one of those things where it's, you, I almost feel like I'm looking at art. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can, you know, I can understand that. You know, I, I'm looking at something uh, with the screens. I, it, it's so almost so perfect. It's so beautiful that it, 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 I, I'm not getting that visceral fun feeling out of the ride. And maybe by the time you see the shaman and you hear the music, you get you maybe get some of that. But by that time, the ride is pretty much over. Right. Uh, so. It makes sense. It makes sense what you're saying. I, I can definitely understand that viewpoint. Keith, number four. All right, this will probably be a strange pick to have as an underrated ride, but I put Splash Mountain. I think it's a big hit, like with adults mainly. The classic Disney fan. I don't know if it's got the appeal to the kids as much, just because Song of the South is. It's tucked away and hidden, and nobody really knows what the film is anymore. Um, well, my son Connor at seven loves the attraction, and he doesn't, you know, he's not uh, bothered by anything that he sees on there. He thinks it's a great, fun attraction. He, he loves the music, he loves the thrill aspect of it. So um, I think it holds up for people of all ages. And it's number four on my list as well. Oh, just it doesn't have that connection that, like, Pixar does and some Toy Story with kids and the the ride itself is really good. The scenes are fun. Animatronics are really good. Like when uh, each of them's working right, um, the music's fun. And then the drop is always exciting too. But it's a long ride, so that you kind of get you know off your feet for a while. And uh, it's just just one of those rides that is like a must do for us as long as it's not. Uh, in a refurb, which it tends to be quite a bit. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a great attraction. Music is great. Visually, it's it's great. Uh, there's so much to see, and for I think that the attraction has great rewritability, just because there is so much to see, especially someone who's never been on the attraction before, because there's so much going on, and you know when you're coming down. A hill you're not able to look around and see what's happening on the first time so you're you're really more focused on the drop so um, it's a ride that you're going to go on over and over again as long as the lines aren't too long and you don't mind getting wet right and it, it, the, the length of the ride is fantastic I mean yes. it's 11 minutes it's 11 minutes long so it's one of the one of the longest actual rides not a show but a ride and the the scenery behind it. There's always so so much to look at, and there's always so much new to see when you're going through it. Uh, the details that you may not have caught before. Right. It, it is a great ride. Not on my list, but it's a great ride. All right. So, what's your number four, Steve? My number four is uh, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Ah, good choice. Uh, you are now talking about a thrill ride, which not everyone likes. 
There are people who are big roller coaster fans who are scared of this. Uh, there are people who just don't like it. And it is a nice controlled thrill of going up and down. Very safe ride, but bringing that Twilight Zone feel of, you know, the, the TV show, something that I grew up with watching all the time. And it is just just fun and just something to to get all that that energy out yeah that is a great attraction a great dark ride it's it's not an attraction that's over quickly there's you know different show elements to it that really enhance the experience i would the one thing that i would love to see them do is bring some of the elements from uh California with Guardians of the Galaxy where mm. you're getting the, the animation on the drop as well. You know, I wish they would add something like that to uh, you know what's happening into the walls in front of you. I think that would make the attraction even better if they could do something with that. Mm. Uh, whether it's stars or more Twilight Zone things happening. I don't, I'm not saying bring Guardians over. Just, it just enhance a little bit more. So, uh, great choice. Mm-hmm. The whole thing from the queue is so expertly done. I mean, I could stand in the that queue and just take it in, and then the ride itself is really cool. The drops and it's a randomized drop, so each time that you ride it, it's not the same drops. And when those doors open up, and you can see uh, outside at the park, especially uh, at night, it's fantastic. All right, Keith, what's your number three? Um, well, that, uh, my third was Navi River Journey. Oh, okay. So. Oh, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Steve. Uh, now now we're getting into the probably the obvious ones. Uh, three would be Peter Pan's Flight. Okay. This is the one that adults, kids, you know, everyone wants to get on. And is one of the longest lines all the time at Magic Kingdom. Uh, the... The idea of swooping over England, it's just, I, I still get fascinated. I still make every time we go past the the uh, the, the mermaid joke, the mermaid, uh, I still make the Ariel joke uh, of the red-headed <laughs> one. Uh, yep. You know, I, you love to see, you know, Peter Pan fighting Captain Hook, and you love to see the one scene around the corner where his arm joints don't really match too well. Right. Uh, <laughs> This is this is something that it, it, it's just a lot of fun, and the cue that they've done with it to enhance it, to to, to take the time of going through, uh, watching Tinkerbell and seeing her go around is just just fun. That's something I still have yet to do. Is the cue? Mm. Either. We uh, yeah, that. it's always a fast pass since we always pass the cue, and I've always wanted to either do it. Uh, at rope drop or something and just and try and get there and do it but I just I never have the the fun part of it is there's a wall in which is project there's uh, shadows so as you walk past uh, bells will come down and you can lift your arm and there's a light behind you and your shadow can touch the bell and make sounds and oh cool uh, oh, into a variety of things and you get little pixie dust thrown on you in the hallway as you uh, as you approach oh, nice. so it's just a lot of fun that's on my list I'll talk about that shortly so uh my number three, I'm going to throw in Haunted Mansion in there. I'm sure that is probably top two 
or top one for many, many people out there. Uh, I just put that at, at number three this time just because my next two attractions are just, uh, you know, more towards the top of my list. But, uh, you know, Haunted Mansion, there's so many things to say about it. We, I mean, we've already talked about it here and there before. But Haunted Mansion is a, is a, a fun, not necessarily scary attraction. It's just, uh, it's a play on scare, which really enhances the attraction. It's It's just... An attraction you're going into that it's fun. There's so much to see. It's the rewritability on this on this attraction is is through the roof because especially when you come to the the attic scene, you can be looking on the left side ten times in a row and spot something new, and then all of a sudden you're going over. You have to look on the right side, and there's more things to see. So there's just so much going on in that attraction that it, it's got to be you know easily in anybody's top list for dark rides fun rides any type of ride so that's what i imagine at number three if i was doing like a top one this is easily top of my list i mean i think that i have talked about this ride ad nauseum uh on this show like over for five years but um my mother-in-law the first times we took her down and we started walking through, and she thought that the haunted mansion was like a haunted house, like a real, you know, oh, uh, like a scary, the uh, haunted house. And we played it up like for the entire queue, and she was just completely freaking out. And, then, <laughs> and she rode the ride, and she loved it. Oh, so, good. but yeah, it, it's just as soon as that, that voice hits and starts, and you just get the chill bumps, and it's just a fantastic attraction. There, there, there's nothing like being in the elevator scene and. And listening to and consider this as making observation. This chamber yeah. has no windows and no doors. Yeah. You know? And everyone starts to repeat the words in mm-hmm. unison. Uh, there is, you know, th- it's a great feeling with people who've been on it a lot. And they just repeat it. And they know what's going on. And for those who haven't, to watch their reactions in that, you know, just in the elevator before this whole thing starts. It just brings a lot of fun in. And a lot of energy, and it's on my list too. Uh, and I, I, I think I agree. I agree. There's there's so much to see every time you go. Uh, there's so much action. There's so much hidden things. You know, you can spend looking for hidden Mickey's one time. You can you can you can spend, you know, one one ride just looking to count the ghosts to right. see if you can actually get that many ghosts. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Yes, it is. On my uh, underrated list, I had uh, Under the Sea, The Journey of the Little Mermaid. This one, it's just, it's really fun. It's not the most like, technical of attractions. It's an Omnimover. It's so fun. The small um, of the touches, like when you, you turn around backwards and start to fall and the bubbles pop up, it makes you feel as if you're really like traveling down under the, the water and then the scenes from you know the film and his songs it's just it's one of those just like feel good disney attractions yeah i think uh, this it's uh, i would definitely put this in, in underrated for sure i think it's a it's a very good attraction i know i i'm trying to remember i think it got some heat in the beginning some people thought that it wasn't good enough necessarily, but I I have liked it since the first time I wrote it. I know a lot of people. The one thing they didn't like is the one scene was Ariel 
with her hair, it was like a Dole Whip or something like that. Oh, yeah. And that was... Dole Whip hair. Yeah, the Dole Whip hair. And people were upset by that, but I hadn't... I had no problem with it at all. I thought it was great. I... It was like the scene from the movie. I don't know why so many people were upset by it, but, uh, you know, it worked. Um, And... Yeah, it is a good attraction and it, it's fun. It, the music is it's, it's what sets it apart because the soundtrack to Little Mermaid is one of the best soundtracks in any Disney movie. I mean, it's a. I don't know if I want to say that, but it, it is definitely one of the top five soundtracks. You have so many great soundtracks out there. And now you have, you know, like Moana soundtrack is incredible. Yeah. But going back to the 80s, man, that was. That was the time for Disney movies. I mean, they was one after another, one great film after another, and the music was just top notch each and every single time. So, uh, and it and it plays well and it works as a dark ride perfectly. So, uh, the only thing I wish they did a little bit more was uh, a little bit more with the Sea Witch. That's it. Yeah, the the queue is fun too. If you take the time to peek into the little things, and um, you can see uh, crabs are moving around and right. stuff, and it's fun to you know take your time and get off your phone a little bit and actually enjoy the the theming in the queues. Yeah, I, I I love the ride. Uh, it is probably one of the underrated ones, but the one thing I just always think about is the the last scene it's like their heads are so big I know. yeah i know their hands are so big yep uh that's the only thing that kind of keeps me is those big heads they never kiss either on the boat no they try to kiss but yeah they never kiss yep never do. number two steve pirates uh, uh it's, <laughs> it's 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 classic uh, it maybe would have made my the top one. I, I I don't know, but this is again. You know, I was looking at this. What rides do I all would I always have to be on? What what rides if I'm going to Disney World? What are the five top dark rides I have to be on? And Pirates is one of them. Uh, from the the uh, the, the the change in scenery, the drop, the the the. F- the fight scene at the uh, the ships going, the uh, the water hitting you, and the well, the, the cannons going off. Which you know, there are times in which be very careful. They up the cannon so the water spouts <laughs> out a little more. It does. And right. Sometimes, sometimes they usually do it at night at nine o'clock, in which you don't really need to be that wet, but you are. <laughs> uh, and, and again, it's the, it's the it's looking back at the uh, animatronics and looking at the details and the you know the the cat uh, that that cries, the black cat that cry, the, the cat that cries, the uh, the, the drinking, the, the the look at the hands. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, I'll talk about mine <laughs> later. <laughs> but, I knew uh, that was going to be yeah, at the course. top of Sean's list. Yeah. But, uh, um, <laughs> But Keith, if you you can comment now, comment later. But uh... it's just it's one of those rides that if you don't get a chance to ride it, it doesn't seem like your trip is complete. It's one of those that it is a classic Disney. It's got some newer, you know, um, the technologies in it. It's a nice um, marriage, like of the two. The songs are great, smells are great. It's just a tip, though, if you. Like me, happen to be uh, a larger fellow, and um, you 
are traveling with another like larger fellow, do not sit in front of each other at the back of the boat. Uh, <laughs> my cousin and me had went. He took and placed us that way. I swear, at the boat, I bottomed out a couple times, and we took on like heavy water. Um, <laughs> so ensure that the weight uh, uh, kind of is evenly placed on, on both sides of the boat. <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll talk about my number two. My number two is Peter Pan. And, you know, a lot of that is, is, is a nostalgic look through our childhood where it, it's just an, it's just an incredible, well-themed attraction. Short, yes, but, uh, you know, it works for, for what it is. It's, it's fun. It's, it just re- it just reminds me of of childhood of playing, you know, cowboys and Indians and uh, pirates and, and and all those different things intertwined within the the realm of that. And not wanting to grow up and wanting to play at all times. And Peter Pan has always had a special place in my heart with the film and the attraction. So that's two for me. Number one is my uh, underrated list. Goes I put. Uh, carousel of progress um this it's another attraction that if i don't do it doesn't feel uh like i was there it's just that a classic feel <laughs> it's one of the few um still like what's remaining passageways back to walt even though you know it has been updated and changed over the, the years at the basic attraction is still there it's funny the song is one you know that you walk out and sing for hours afterwards it's just it, it, it's so well done it's just that a classic americana uh, that you don't find anywhere uh anymore i i just want them to so they never have to update the attraction ever again i think they should just leave the last scene as a scene like from the 90s have the right. boy dressed in grunge, uh, <laughs> having the mother, the gra- having the grandmother playing like Mario Kart on the on there. They, they, I know they wouldn't be able to do that, but you know, playing something like that, and then you know, you don't have to have the voice activated things, but uh, it's still uh, the the '90s. So many things happen in the '90s. AO, using use AOL or something along those lines. How, how it's <laughs> you know, welcome, you've got mail. You know, I think that's like the would be the perfect way to end that attraction is the '90s because so many things have had technology changed so quickly in the '90s that I think that's like the perfect decade to end things with because I don't think they can necessarily unless they're going to keep up with it. I don't think they have to they have to stick with the future of changing. I, I think they just stick with the '90s and they'll be fine. I, I just want to know: is it the same dog? That's all I want to know. <laughs> is, it, is it the same dog? Is it the dog's offspring? Could be. <laughs> that dog has got the longest lifespan I've ever seen. Isn't that the same dog that's in, um, in Pirates? Uh, no, no. Uh, Living with the Land? It could be. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Somebody it's not the same it. one. It's in Pirates? I thought it was. I, don't I could be wrong. So. We'll have to find out. Yeah. Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's Steve. a look. It, yeah. It's a. It, it is a. It, it is a great ride. Uh, it's a great show. 
uh, actually. Uh, but uh, I, I really need to know about the dog. So yeah. that's my thing. That's a great uh, blog story if, it, if yeah. any of it is true. All right, Steve, what's your Dude, final one? My final one is actually the Haunted Mansion. And uh, the one thing I want to add about it, and probably something we can talk about all of the top three, four, probably in all our list, is the music. Oh, yes. And all of these rides, if you think about it, have great music and tunes and phrases that, that, that when you walk out, you're going to repeat and think about. Uh, as it, as you walk out, and it's it's almost like theater, where you know there, there's an old saying in theater that at uh, intermission, uh, if if a person is humming the the last song they heard, it's going to be a, it's going to be a hit. Right. If, if you're walking out of this these rides and these attractions, and you're you're singing the music or you're thinking about it, you're humming it, it it's going to stay with you. And the same thing with the haunted mansion. It's just the music behind it keeps you going. It's it, it's as you pointed out before. It's 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 a takeoff on on scare. It's a, it's uplifting, and you know I still enjoy my ghosts that come home with me. See, it's something to be said about a, because it's considered a, a classic attraction. There's no doubt about it. There's something to be said about non-intellectual properties that can stand the test of time. You might have Star Wars, the new Star Wars attractions coming in. You might have these Pandora attractions. They're not going to stand the test of time as an attraction like Haunted Mansion, It's a Small World, Pirates. They can stand the test of time. Even Splash Mountain, they will withstand the test of time because it's an original concept that was created for a purpose. And that purpose was to entertain guests. Whereas Star Wars, Pandora, Harry Potter across the street... All things de- designed to entertain somebody at the movie for two hours. You know, it's there's a difference, and 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 that's one thing I wish that Bob Iger would realize that don't rely on intellectual property. You have to have new ideas out there because those are the things that are going to stand the test of time. As much as I agree with that, I think that Star Wars is kind of its own category. Yeah, it's true that it started a two and a half hour movie, but. Like Star Wars has taken like a life of its own. For me, I think I probably am looking forward as much, if not more, to just the environment at Galaxy's Edge and not the attractions. Yeah, you say that now, but when there's crowds and you're not able to walk around and enjoy it, you're going to be just like, I'm getting on this attraction and getting out of here. Because you will not be able, for a long time, you're not really going to be able to enjoy the land. That's my opinion. Well, it's like and people said that about Pandora too, and and but it's not Star Wars. If you wait, especially at night, thins out quite a bit, especially with at the fireworks shows and Fantasmic and and stuff like that. I think that you'll still get those pockets of time where it's not quite as bad. It's just like anything else. I mean, look at Toy Story Land. Like two days or. Like a week after uh, the opening day, the wait times like like totally just fell off the map. So yeah, but you can't compare kids attractions versus Star Wars. It's not it's, it's not the same category. I think it's, it's going to be I think I think it's going to be interesting to see. You're talking about for Star Wars. You're talking about something that is 
adults to their teens to the very young. So it has a larger span right. uh, of appreciation, I think. And you're talking about a land in which they're going to have a lot going on that we're probably not going to figure out for for a ways, you know, a while. But they'll have things on various levels, interactions. Uh, you know, the worst part that the worst thing that could happen is that it becomes like uh, over at Universal with with Harry Potter, where you can't really walk through down the street, right? Because there's just so many people, and it's still that way there at times. You you hope that they find various ways to funnel people back and forth, and 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 find ways to keep people interacted uh, to do things just like they do over at you know uh, Universal, but with Iger. Iger's thing is he's from movies. He's from movies and TV. That's his. That's his background. That's his. That's what he knows, and I think that's what's driving a lot of his IP decisions. Right. Uh, instead of saying let's try something from scratch. Right. Well, and I think too is that if you do like have a built-in a safety net, almost if you use these these properties, that it's you know. If it has a built-in like fan base already, it's not like if they did an like original like attraction, the bloggers hated it. Everybody started to to bash it. It's a lot safer. It's just like with uh, with their films, they do those uh, like the live-action remakes because it's a lot safer. Um, right. That's the problem. Yeah. It's too yes, safe. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. It's basically it's guaranteed money. Which I guess is smart. It's like a business sense, but, but, but like you know, creatively, it's not right. All right, so we're kind of running off the, the <laughs> yeah, yeah here, just a bit. The, I'll, I'll end it quick with my number one. My number one is is uh, pirates. No, no. <laughs> I almost spent too much time on it because it's we're we're already running late. Uh, you know, I I just love the attraction. It's just uh, it's a fun attraction. Who do who doesn't want to be a pirate? Who doesn't want to play pirate? Music is incredible throughout. The animatronics are great. You know, you got a, a great story going on with the, the pillaging and, and pirates being pirates. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's just a it's a fun boat ride through a dark environment, and uh, it's got so many great characters that we can spend an entire episode on. So I don't want to uh, go too long winded with that. So that's it for the top five there. And I think that's going to do it this week. So, but first, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousebros.com help plan your next perfect vacation. Don't forget to check our store at redbubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can connect with us on social media. Find us at Facebook at Shannon Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can also leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time. Please take that. Please take the time to rate us on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream. MouseWorldVacations.com and MousePros.com. And you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dole Whip Daily. And you can find me uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, DisneyDiary.com. Disney Diary, excuse me. And don't forget to look at and check out the latest news and views at DisneyDiary.com. 
I want to thank Keith and Steve this week for joining me. And that's going to be it. Alan, take it away. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. And you're welcome, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to sing it. You're welcome. You're welcome. I just wish I I had hair like Maui. That'd be awesome. Well, you wish you had the body like Maui, too. Well, yeah. And the good looks. I can work on the body, but the hair was God's choice. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you there. I hear you. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And MickeyMonthly.com, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by KingdomStrollers.com, for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.